Hello and welcome to episode six of this year's Train You're In. Um, joining us tonight in the show, we have the ever-present Dylan Clayton. Hello, everybody. And uh, recently appointed, not newly anymore, uh, Scott Foley, Director of Football with uh, Cambridge FC. Welcome, Scott. Thanks, and thanks for having me in, lads. Thanks a lot. Yeah, welcome, Scott. Good to see you. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be with you now in a second, Scott, and we'll just get all the uh, I's crossed and the T's dotted, yeah. as they say, sometimes wrongly. Well, before we actually... Uh, we have an apology to make to to Charlie and the CY. I apologise for we last week. It totally went over uh, agenda notes, uh, a WhatsApp chat that would be um, a big a big wishing. Uh, Sean Haynes, um, a very very speedy recovery. He he uh, broke his ankle, and uh, we we do we wish you the best, Sean. Hopefully hopefully uh, you can. Uh, Seems we we missed you last week, but no, really, Sean. Best of luck. Um, okay, so uh, Keith, you off you go with uh, the uh, kids. Yeah, I kick off with some of the results from last week. Um, there was a good few games cancelled last week due to teams not available or whatnot. You know, so I'll give you the ones we have, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday we had the uh, under ten B, uh, three Belvo two. Uh, that was in Ringsend Park. A brilliant win. Uh, the first half was the best the lads have played. Uh, they're the only team to beat uh, the lads uh, in, in this season so far. And the boys were well up for it on the day and it was a great game of football. Well done, boys. Uh, our other under-10s, the under-10E, uh, played a game out in Tala. Uh, it finished 4 all. Uh, the game was abandoned, unfortunately, due to some um, behavioural issues from parents on the sideline. Um, but the, t- the lads played brilliant and they only had eight players and there was uh, goals by by uh, Martin by three and Glenn by one. So well done, boys, in tough circumstances. Um, under 12A were beaten 5-1 by Belvo. Tough game for the boys in the park on Saturday. Uh, the lads just didn't want to be there on the day and, and the result reflected that. Hard luck, boys. Um, Cambridge 3, uh, Clare Hall 2 uh, in the cup. I think that was the other under 12s. Yeah, Um and Ian's team. Um, great result against a really good side who beat the lads 7-2 earlier in the season. Um, they conceded a sloppy goal in the first few minutes but got it back to one all just before half-time. The boys came out quick in the second half and put them on the back foot and scored by pressing the keeper. Uh, ref wasn't great on the day but that's just that's just par for the course sometimes. Um, one, of, one of the lads uh, kicked the ball out and... Uh, put put one of the lads on the ground and they were calling over the ref it was uh, distracted and they went on and scored but um, the lads dug deep went on and won the game 3-2 so fantastic result for the boys after being beaten 7-2 by the same team early in the season goals by Scott Doyle by 1 and Mason Devlin by 2 sorry that's the other way around Scott Doyle by 2 and Mason by 1 uh, Cambridge under 11-0 Knockline United nil. Um, the Cambridge lads battered them for the whole match like just couldn't score and they're still there till 10 o'clock on the night trying to score all the counts under 16 major result uh, Cambridge 5 Cherry Orchard 2 good solid performance from the lads this morning on the Astro uh, they didn't make the most of their chances and could have been a lot more um, goals by Cameron Tommy Jamie Dixon Ben Mitchell Luke Hart and Glenn Roach good spray of goals there lads uh, so that's the results from last week, Dylan. You want to move on to the seniors? Okay, side? we go on to the seniors. Uh, Liffey's, um, they drew one all at home to Moctus on Friday night with young Aaron Monty uh, with a last minute penalty. Good lad, Monty. Uh, the Saturday side had no game. CY uh, results, they were beaten 2 1, and by, both teams were beaten 2 1. First, the first team were beaten by Tolka. 
Um, and the Saturday team were beaten by St. Francis, so unlucky, lads. Um, and uh, a couple of fixtures now we're going to move on to. Um, I'll go with the Childer Beast first. Um, Keith, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, just there's a couple of them games still in there um, have been cancelled since that was printed. I, I'll give you the now. Okay, you can just put them, the, yeah. you can put the family fortunes yeah. in. Okay, so we have under ten B Cambridge versus Raccoon Small Astro at ten o'clock, and that's on Saturday the eighth. Um, of that's this Saturday. Yeah. Um, that's under ten B Cambridge versus Raccoon Small Astro. Under ten E Cambridge versus Granada FC and the Small Astro. It's not in Spain or anyway, is it? No. Where are they from? Granada. Blackrock. Blackrock. Okay. Yeah. Uh, under 12A Cambridge uh, home to Belvedere Big Astro 10.15am so Saturday morning's a good a busy morning down the park um, Sunday uh, the 19th of the 2nd uh, under 9 Purple Talatown versus Cambridge in Carolyn Park to be confirmed um, under 11 Division 7 Cambridge versus Finglas United Small Astro 12 noon uh, under 12, Division 5, Cambridge versus Stella Mars in the Flower Garden, 10 a.m. Christopher O'Neill shall be the referee. Under 12, Division 6, Clontarf home to Cambridge in St. Anne's Park. Good luck finding that pitch. It's at uh, 10 15. Um, under 14, Division 5, Belmont versus Cambridge, Herbert Park, um, 11 a.m. Um, you, you can't miss that pitch. There's only one there, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, under six, under fifteen. <laughs> okay, that's a that's called off. Fifteen's yeah. no game. Division four. Um, under sixteen, Saint Kevin's versus Cambridge and Saint Aidan's. Uh, that's at fourteen hundred hours. Two o'clock Sunday afternoon. That is. Um, under sixteen D Mount Merion versus Cambridge and Deer Park to be confirmed. Under eighteen B Cambridge versus Tallatown, the grass pitch. Eleven fifteen. John Delaney will be the ref. Um. Under 9 Blue, Cambridge versus Sporting Greystones in the small Astro, 10 a.m. Under 10 Division 3, Cambridge versus Home Farm in the small Astro, 11 a.m. Under 13 Division 1, Cambridge versus Phoenix FC in the Flower Garden, 11.15. Christopher O'Neill getting the double up on the the dash that week, uh, that Sunday. And the last game we have the girls, uh, the under 16 MGL in the Cup and Cambridge are home to Enniskerry and that's on the big Astro at 10 a.m. So thanks for that. Um, who is the uh, receptionist or the who does the admin for all this? Um, That's a group effort. Brilliant. Thank you. Now it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. so good to. Uh, uh, Caso's the main man. David Ryan did the two that are looking after um, at the minute. Lads, very good. It's brilliant to have them all in one place. Yeah. Not going looking through phones and stuff. Okay. Senior, uh, the senior fixtures. Senior fixtures. Um, and that will be Friday night. The uh, CY were are playing uh, away to St Francis. Um, and the Saturday side are home to Old County in the Leinster Junior fourth round. I'm right here, am I? Stop yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And uh, that's see, at one o'clock, is it? Then that's at, uh, can't see, can't see, can't see. One p.m. kickoff yeah. rings and Astro. Sorry. And on Sunday, um, the Leinster Junior quarterfinal cup ladies are um, away to Whitehall Rangers. And that's a 2 p.m. kickoff in Paddy Mahoney Park. Perfect. Uh, Liffey's fixtures? Liffey's fixtures. Um, that would, would help, wouldn't it? Um, where's Johnny? Yeah, they're just down two below that, then. Go on. Yeah. Okay, so the Saturday side have. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. The weekend Sunday side are home to Minute Town on Friday night in the Metropolitan Cup. 
And that what be a 7 p.m., 8 p.m. kickoff? 7, I'd say. 7.30, yep, yep. Um, and the Saturday side are playing on Monday night in the league away to home farm. So that's the fixtures, yeah. Wraps that up, Dale, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for all your input with the with the results and fixtures, especially off our little group. Yeah. Thanks, lads and ladies. And again, if any of the other teams in the area want to get their fixtures Absolutely. and the results out. We do have Pierce lined up from Bridge he, to Gideon. He's coming so in next we week, will, yeah. We will be liaising with Bridge soon as well. Looking forward to that. But again, any of the other teams that are in the area that Absolutely. want their, their fixtures or results put out there. Be. I've reached out to, I've seen, I've reached out to a, a couple of that I've seen, so they yeah. know where we are. Yeah. Okay, um, after the break, we have coming up um, our first interview with Scott Foley. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe, open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. All right, Scott, how are you? Welcome. Great, great. Thanks for having me. Uh, delighted to be here and sort of uh, give a bit of uh, background to... Uh, my role and what I plan to do at Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. Months and years, hopefully. Well, by all accounts, it's uh, it's 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 in motion already. There's a lot of positive stuff happened. Um, we can we can hear. I'm on the outskirts of Cambridge. I hear everything secondhand off Keaton and Dave and and uh, yeah. So, I mean, you started off. You st- we all know. We you might as well tell everyone if there's any listeners there. So you started off. I think in local football, obviously as a as a schoolboy player, blah blah blah. But you went on, and you were, you were Wembo's right hand man for a while. Were you? Was that the start of the big time, if you want to call it that? Yeah, well, I'd I'd, um, I'd good ground on that uh, for maybe ten years before that with with Pierce, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Schoolboy. I remember and, uh, that now. Now um, <clears throat> with different all different age groups there, you know, and really. Uh, Got good experience there of not just coaching but everything that comes around coaching, you know, the dealing yeah. with parents, dealing with other issues and you know. Um so yeah, good grounding there and then um really <clears throat> but the stressful you, stuff. The stuff that yeah, the, the football yeah, you think yeah, the football is the stress, yeah, but it's not. You know, whilst having every other role at Pierce as well during that time, sort of on committees and whatnot. So yeah, then joined up with Liffy's then with, with John. Um temporarily was their plan initially. But uh, when they when, when Livy's force were uh, reformed, of course, like everything else, never ends up temporary, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I was there. Um, took one year out uh, in in our second year just to concentrate on Pierce because I was doing both at the same time and, okay. I, and I couldn't couldn't physically do both at the time. And then came back again the following year. So done maybe five of the six seasons with John. Um, I was great. He was brilliant uh, in terms of. Let me off in terms of the coaching aspects and the training and whatnot. Was yeah. Really, no hand holding, you yeah, know, yeah. off you go. Yeah, I don't trust, know. Why you know. Brilliant like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, absolute trust. Um, let me make my own mistakes, let me, you know, yeah. make my own learnings and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was a great time. We're very lucky to be honest with you, you know, in terms of, you know, obviously John set the standards and whatnot, but the players we had at the age they were at at that time. Really, uh, things yeah. fell into place. I think you know? lucky is. I think I think I think lucky is is okay. Everyone needs luck, but I yeah. think is major luck. You know, of course you do. But you know, yeah, you need that bit of luck. Let's be honest. But everything just clicked for us in terms of, as I said, the time of the players. The t- sorry, the age of the players at at that time. Um, <clears throat> the, the the breadth of players available to us in our area at the time. So and obviously John being available. You know. Things just sort of yeah, fit yeah. at the time, and 
and we did we made the most of that you know Absolutely. and you say a lot of you know, it was luck but there was a lot of hard work in there and yeah. sweat and tears and stress yeah. in those five or six years so you know it was a, it was a great time and <clears throat> looking back at it now I don't think although we did enjoy it probably didn't appreciate what we were doing at the time when you look back now well, it's probably hard you know, to when you're, when you're, yeah, you're, when you're, just, depth, you're always looking to the next game you know yeah, yeah we, and that was the thing we were in so many the business end of so many competitions it was hard to get carried away like when we won the intermediate on the Saturday I think it was I think we had to play for the league on the Tuesday yeah, yeah. you know um, or, or it was that close a turnaround so we literally had um, <clears throat> no real time to yeah. appreciate what we had until the end of the season or whatever but even at that then it was what can we do next year so yeah uh, looking back at it now it was great times to do it with so many of your friends as well you know yeah, what I mean? people yeah, in the yeah. area say like how, how tough it is to get a local team going but at that level yeah. it, it was uh, such an achievement so you know it's, I'm sure people will look back in years to come as well and say what an achievement that was but uh, it was a great time I'd say but great ground I'd say I owe a lot to Wembo in terms of the um, the freedom he gave me to yeah. sort of learn my trade you know where other managers can be a bit more restrictive he yeah, really wasn't yeah. with me yeah. you know have no, you got, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, kid. Just wondering, have you got a highlight from that 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 period? It's right that <coughs> sticks out in your mind that you say, Jesus. I remember you know? um, in our first year back, and it was my first year coaching at that at that senior level. Uh, we didn't start off great, and we were we were in six leagues down. We were, we thought you know people well, but we didn't think you know people were saying you'll hammer that league. But the first couple of games, like a team called Ablana beat us. And a team called Brazil beat us, you know. <laughs> and we were a bit of a laughing stock. And I remember a couple of people out watching the Ablana game in particular. They played in Lachlanstown School there. And let's just say that they were smiling, walking away, sort of saying, this is not going to work for Olympics. Yeah. And six, five years later, I think it was, we won the intermediate. And we're sitting in the dressing room, me and John and the Aviva. And I said, uh, I brought back to remember getting beaten by Brazil and Ablana. And where we are now, and the two of us just laughed, you know, yeah. and that some people, you know, and I would have used this as a, as a, as a motivator with a lot of our players that some people got a lot of um, a lot of happiness out. That was Brazil, <laughs> so many Brazil jokes yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. at the time that we said. So, hard to pick a highlight. Um, I suppose the one big highlight of it all was that <clears throat> you're dealing with people that, like, I was the same age as a lot of players, I'm very mm. close to some of them uh, in particular. Um, but they made it so easy for me. Mm. They didn't, you know, it was, it was great. The respect levels were there. There was no issues there. But the, achieving all that with one of your best, was yeah. two or three of your best yeah. mates, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that in itself was a highlight, you know what yeah. I mean? So you never, you'll probably never get something like that again. So hard to pick one highlight, but that sort of, it's a bit corny, but that's, mm. that's true. That's true. I think the buzz in the area around around the time was phenomenal. Like yes. both sides of the bridge, it was mm. the support from... From from everyone was fantastic yeah. to see people talking about you going to match you going to match yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and see, to see the kids in in the Aviva I I was lucky enough to sit beside a couple of the lads that were playing sitting beside their kids yeah. and to be a part of that oh, that's what stood out for me I thought that was unbelievable to be in the home of Irish football and uh, to be in the home of Irish football to be sitting there with lads watching their parents play you know what I mean I just thought it was a huge thing for the area you know for the but whole area I know, you know even ourselves here we were flying at the time uh, with, with our first go at, at, at the live radio yeah. I, mean, I think we even went down and tried to do a video we tried to video a match I think yeah. at one point it was freezing yeah that's right and it was the coldest yeah. night I've ever... Mm. I remember coming back with the yeah. arthritis. Like, I didn't <laughs> it was very cold that night. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, I mean, the buzz we got from here, we were 
like heavily involved in, in just all the little reports, even reading the reports and stuff like that. And I, I just, it, it was a great buzz. Yeah. It was, yeah. the buzz it just, was, it was electric, you know. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. that was your, 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 getting you, I, I suppose, your, your midway on your journey to yeah. where you are now. Yeah, after Liffey's then, I sort of, in our lab, we sort of, um, we got into the top league. And as, as I said to you before, earlier, I alluded to earlier that we were lucky that the team, the age profile of the team was so good as we progressed through the leagues. It's so fitting that we were able to get the best out of them. Maybe towards uh, when we actually did reach the top league and we, we sustained, um, we, we, we consolidated our position in that league, that team had maybe aged then at that stage. Um, so I think it was the right time for myself and John uh, you know, to pass on the baton. Um, six years of intense competition yeah. and, you know, um, and maybe the way John and I, I would run things, you know, pretty intense at times. Everything has a lifespan. And I think myself and John, or John and myself, decided to call it a day um, on that particular time, at the right time. It was time for new blood to come in, um, try to bring a, a couple of the fresh faces in. Um, so that's that was when we moved on after after staying up in consolidating a position in the top league. And then it was basically, <coughs> excuse me, go out and have a look for myself and I seen John Condra uh, who were not only struggling at the time in the second league down um, had to been really competing at the top level for a few years prior they lost a the manager who took nine, ten players with him and they just fell like a stone so they were in the tour division and advertising for a manager pretty early in the pretty early even before their season had ended so I just I knew I was moving on from Liffey's and I spoke to John and Spoke to them secretly, saying, you know, we're moving on from Leafy's. We were safe at the time, so it wasn't as if we were just going to be distracted or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Met with them. Um, got a good vibe from them. Uh, really good lads. Only a small committee, but really hard work and determined. And, you know, had come from a place of getting beaten 9, 10, 12 nil towards the end of the previous season. So, real difficult task. The task there wasn't to get straight back up. The task was to stop the sink, sink, yeah. sink and ship. So they gave me a, 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 seven or eight candidates they interviewed and they gave me a chance. And I took it with Philly Hughes, uh, who played for Shells and played around the League of Ireland. How many, uh, how many of the Liffey's, uh, I'm just randomly asking this question, how many of the Liffey's team, did any of them come with you? The team, the successful team? I didn't approach any of them. Did you not? No. no. Um, I approached one who would have been <laughs> maybe around the... the um, I approached one, sorry, who... I felt wouldn't fit into the new manager's plans and didn't ask him to say sorry for me. I said, listen, new manager in here. And we, we knew the manager, so he said, yeah, I might be his cup of tea. I said, well, if it's not, you know where I am. And that was the extent of it. Turned out he was manager's cup of tea. So very good, very good. There was one player then, I think, maybe in a Saturday player in the January when it's a bit of a fall now. So yeah, I consciously stayed away from that. Just uh, just, to, just to make... Just a yeah, uh, clean to... break. I was out, yeah. I got, now I got a few local lads. You know, it's Dean Gannon, Dean Brennan, um, Lee Harrison. Um, Many times the league got sent off? None. <laughs> uh, big on discipline and uh, not one sent off in that season. So um, Only missing Lee. Yeah, but uh, now Lee was great. Um, suffered a bit through injury, so we didn't get the extent from But no, um, sort of wanted to do, do it on my own. And yeah. that sort of, you know. Um, very commendable. It was a Absolutely. tough job now trying to steady that ship. Um, very stressful. Um, trying to get players in. To a team who was who was on that trajectory downwards, yeah, and teams in the local area in their local area like Home Farm and Talca on the way up, so the catchment area was really, yeah. So 
they were moving to a new ground out in Baskin Lane. So there was a lot of changes within drums at the time when I took the job. Um, worked really hard. We stood up, which was, you know, people might think that, but it was a good, a good success, successful yeah, season in that sense. And you stopped the sinking ship, as you said. Yeah, and unfortunately, felt like we could really kick on the following year, but it was around COVID that had, had happened and all at that time. I will, I will say I made a lot of mistakes in that in that season as well. Even it, it turned out to be a success in the end. I let it get to me. I was very stressed at the time okay. doing it, um, mainly because I you know I was out on my own now, and you know very successful with Wembo and people yeah. started. You weren't used to the. No, you start to think <laughs> the people think he can do it now on his own. He hasn't got Wembo there with him now, or you know, okay. and I'd always be able to try and prove people that I can. So with that, with the with the with the sort of challenges that come across that come with managing a team like that it was very stressful my missus had a, a, a child our first child then halfway through the season so I felt that towards the end of the season I would get them plenty and I was saying listen lads my commitments with family life at the moment I'm going to have to concentrate on that because you know I wasn't I wasn't around and that with a younger child at the time so I took a break and they were very understanding and still on great terms now still yeah. you know uh, still keep in touch with them and you know the, I've been in touch with them at. They've been touching me. Vacancies have arose, arose, arisen in that club since, and I've been in touch with me or whatever. So really good lads there who, who are really trying to keep a club, a, a good club afloat and keep them going. So well, they're in yeah. they're, they're in a fight with as you said um, with the whole farm there in the area. And they were number, they were number mm. in the top league. Yeah, Talca had nearly challenged okay, them. So right. and then it was there from I took a year out. Then it was my assistant Philly Hughes who was obviously played for Shells. Had a link with Shelbourne there, was involved in coaching as a schoolboy. He got me up there. So I'd done a year up there, um, actually with, with two teams initially, with the under-11s, and then we'd done the 14s Premier team. So that was really good ground. And then, you know, you think you can coach until you go up and see some of these coaches up there. You know what I mean? And yeah. really good in, so in, in, the, in the deep end type of stuff. At this point, at this point, um, what did you like? What's what's easier to coach, uh, coach men or coaching kids? <clears throat> I know you're at a good level with men, so it's probably easy. It's probably easy enough to. Well, that brings its own difficulties, yeah. you know, in terms of expectations and players challenging as a coach. You know, if the players are good, you know, yeah. the, the the better the player, the, the more the they less you have to show them. But that's a, that's a challenge in its way. What do you show them? What do you? Yeah. Do you improve them? You know, um, the different, the different. There's different challenges about. I wouldn't say definitely one over the other. I would say, on the schoolboy end of things, <coughs> there maybe is more enjoyment when you see a kid developing. Mm, uh, absolutely, yeah. You know, a lot of the time, I was a little too early, I maybe didn't enjoy the Liffey stuff at times because I felt under so much pressure at times, even though it's a, not a professional club. It was relief a lot of the time when we won stuff or won a league. If you don't think it'd be, a lot of time was, oh, thank God. Rather than enjoying it, where with kids football, you see a kid do well on a Saturday or a Sunday after working on something two days during the week. It's yeah. pure joy. I know, no that, I know that for a fact. So yeah, from that aspect, it's probably you're yeah. going to get more enjoyment. Yeah. Um, but there, listen, there is, there is difficulties and other downfalls to schoolboy coaching that um, comes when I get that. But probably just a schoolboy edges it. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of yeah. that enjoyment, seeing the enjoyment, it, yeah. seeing the fruits of your, your efforts on the weekend. You know, and it's, we're all in love with the game of football. So when you yeah. when things like that happen, mm. it's, yeah. it, it's it is the job. Mm. Um. So then Cambridge, yeah. Next, are we up to Cambridge? Near yeah. enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. where did the on both sides? And you can answer this, Kate, as well, if you want to do with it. Like, where did the planning 
And where did your ambition to basically, I'm not going to say take over the club, but, yeah. you know, steer the club? In, in, like, where did where did all the, uh, from well, both ends come from? I'll, I'll lay it out from this because it was a couple of years of talking. I joined the committee probably six years ago and it was on the radar then. Like, to, to drive the club forward, you need a director of football. I mean, I think it's vital to, to you need you need a, like myself and the rest of the committee volunteers. We we give up our time. It's all over the place, you know. Yeah. You're running around. One minute you could be flying down to grab a jersey or a pair yeah, of shorts for a kid. I know, I know. You yeah. could be opening up the clubhouse. You could be sweeping the clubhouse. Yeah. You could be pulling out goals. So to have someone that's dedicated to the football, to to the development of football, to the development of coaches, yeah. I myself and the rest of the committee thought that was vital, and we worked on it for a few years, and thankfully we were able to get it over the line and put it out there to to public on, on social media and local people and asked anyone we knew, any candidates, Scott came down with a few others. Um, and fantastic interview, fantastic vision, his vision for the club and his ideas and the way he put them across. We were blown away, the whole committee were yeah. blown away in, in the interview process. And then I'll lead you on to Scott, that's when Scott got the job then and yeah. hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah, it was... Sorry, just before you yeah. come in, Scott, was it something that... When you seen it, when you just went, when you seen the ad or we heard about it, you were like, that's for me now, yeah? Yeah, it was. Um, you see, I didn't even know, I didn't know Cambridge where, uh, Abbott in the, even in the, even had the idea of a director of football, I didn't know where. But when I seen it advertised, I went, that could suit me, you know, suit me where I am in my life, with my work commitments, family commitments, and looked at the, the in fairness to them, they done a very professional job and the job spec and what was, what, what was, what was entailed. So uh, yeah, gave it a go. Um, put on, put me to get my ideas together for them. Sent it into the club, took a presentation, and sort of spoke through it about it, how what I felt the club, what we could do with the club, and how we could get there. Um, and yeah, very happy to get the call. So successful, and uh, really <laughs> tried to hit the ground running as much as you could. You know, very wary not to come in and, and talk to managers and coaches who've been there a long time, no matter how. Uh, well they're perceived by other people in terms of their coaching ability and tell them I'm very worried I didn't want to come in straight away listen no you're doing it my way straight away um, you don't get buy-in it's nearly like coaching the excellent players back going back to the yeah, <laughs> no, it's, you don't get buy-in you come in and, and, and bark and, and order, yeah, and order sure. especially at volunteers you yeah. know so initially was you know not get them on side but show them who I am and and, and, and get my ideas across and maybe on a one-to-one basis so in that sense, I was very conscious before, you know, I took it in the summer. I wanted to meet, I wanted to have some type of interaction with every team prior to the Christmas break. So, achieved that, I, I had done at least one session for every team, you know, um, got to speak to the coaches, you know, um, get to know their players, um, get to see how their coaches do things. I've, I've seen most teams as well play. So, um, and really get an idea for how the, the individual coaches work, like you would as, as a yeah. manager of a, football, of a team. So, excuse you know me, I mean? ignorance here. So, yeah. would, would would that be, for example, you, you like to play, you like to play the ball out from the back. That's yeah. just let's say this, right? For yeah. for as a, as a, <coughs> that's you employing that through all the teams to go look. We'd like we'd like your keeper to, and your fullback to, to maybe push out to the right wing and yeah. uh, is something yeah. like that. Is that the yeah. is that the? Well, that'll be that's that's going to be the goal. You okay. Know, that type of vision, um, but <clears throat> that I haven't put that on any coach okay. at the moment. Right. Um, and the reason being is that I'm still letting you know it's it's been six months or whatever it's been it's longer now, but 
very much getting to know each other phase. Um, softly, softly approach in the, in certain areas. Not yeah. so I wouldn't be softly, softly approach with areas that I'm I'm passionate about in terms of standards and discipline, discipline behaviour, yeah, yeah. Uh, that type of thing. But coming around to my ideas, you know, I've had a couple of workshops I've held on that maybe you could do this type of training or whatever. Yeah. But as they get to know me, then I'll become more and more, let's say, the more and more guidance from me in terms of what I think that team should be doing. So you're looking at each team yeah. and you're going, well, you this know, you they need, need to jump, they need to run, they need to... Uh, yeah, I know this is just an ignorant <coughs> yeah, um, I know what you mean. Uh, example I'm using. Yeah, yeah and, and I said, <laughs> any team I, I've, I've, I've gone to watch... Uh, and, and lately I've started to do this I'll send them a little feedback report on what I think Very they need good. to work on and maybe a session include a session with it I'll do it with a session plan yeah. might even do the session myself or whatever but they were all the things I'm, I'm sort of bringing in gradually and working with the coaches and like I put on a session there from the 12th team on Saturday morning there and just putting on the session just talking to the coach what I'm doing yeah they see what I'm about and then over maybe over the, towards the end of the season and very much hitting the ground next season a bit more hands-on to coach what I think they should be doing. Very uh, good. And maybe that'll come around developing a, a curriculum for all the coaches to follow for the specific age groups. But what I wanted to implement straight away and bring in straight away was a code of practice, a sort of a protocol or common standards across the club for coaches, for players and for parents. Yeah. No team should act differently no matter what level they're at. Very good, uh, yeah. No coach should be acting differently. No players should be acting differently. Yeah. We, I want to set a standard there that, you know, the standards of this club that you have to adhere to. If you're going to be a parent, you're going to be a, a player or a coach. In that's, terms of how you conduct yeah. yourself, behaviour, how you train, what you're training. Yeah. Now that's they were brought in. That was brought in the summer. It hasn't been implemented fully across the board. No, of course it wouldn't. But uh, as my time goes on, I'll be more. I don't want to say forceful, but more observant of yeah. who was implementing and who was yeah. not. You know what I mean? So that's that, that's what I was big on because if you don't have the standards, if you don't have that across the board. Your later plans will just fall yeah, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Digging the foundation, as they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So it's very much still in that <coughs> phase at the moment, but there has been a lot of immediate successes in the mm. meantime. That that yeah. sounds a lot of long finger stuff, but yeah. like you know, we've we there was another second and our sixteenth team there. We're on the we're on the brink of maybe folding in the summer. We've done we've done as much as we could to make sure that didn't yeah. happen. And Dave, they're doing well that in terms of player numbers now with the 14 and 15, you know what I mean? we got yeah. a second and a 10s team going. I'm very much mindful that, you know, whilst we want to have teams operating at the top level as, as high as we can, we do want to have a team for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's sort of that community development team, if you want to call yeah. it. Because kids develop later, kids mightn't develop at all, but there should be a game for them. So I'm very much mindful of our social responsibility to the community. Yeah. Yeah. That mm. Just because your son isn't the best footballer, there still has to be a place for it. Now, we have to make sure that as a club, and we're, we have plans to look at our internal structures that we can facilitate this, but we'd love to have a t two teams at least at every age. You know, yeah. a, a, a higher level team, we want to call them that, and a development team that, you know, there's a place for everyone within yeah, reason yeah. in terms of our capacity. And uh, really drive that because, you know, whilst we do want to improve and have teams represented at the top levels across the club, across the leagues, we still are a community club. We don't want to lose that. Yeah. You know, it's it's a, we don't want to lose our community. Yeah. Our contact. We have, we, have, we have a huge responsibility to this community, and I'm very wary of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. I just what well, I suppose, Keith. I was just thinking of, of of bringing you back in, and if you can take your committee hat off for a minute. Yeah. And if you can, is there is there even um, a pre a pre Scott and a post Scott uh, 
difference? Can you see? Yeah, much? come here. It's, I, I, I think Scott has implemented all the stuff that we've talked about there, but I just think it's the way he's done it that has got buy-in from managers and from, from the committee. I think we've worked closely with Scott on the committee and Scott, which I think has been vital. I yeah. think the, the cohesion between both has been fantastic. Like yeah. Whatever Scott needs, we, we aim to yeah, provide it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it be training equipment, whether it be courses funded for players, for coaches, for yeah, yeah. parents, whatever's needed. Yeah. Our job is to go out and get the finances or whatever's needed to do yeah, that. Yeah. Scott has the ideas and the, the wherewithal and the know-how Very to good. drive that forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think for, for this to work for the long term, that has to continue, that cohesion has to mm. continue. Yeah. And we need buy-in from everyone, not yeah. just players, coaches, we need parents, yeah. we need a community, community. to buy-in, the yeah, whole community. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing about this club, it takes the best of all the communities in the area. Yeah. It really does. I mean, like, I'd say 50% of the club is made up from Pear Street and surrounding areas now, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 40, 50% from Rings End. So it's a real community club and yeah. the whole community is involved in it. Yeah. Like, luckily enough, like for a long, not luckily enough, but for a long time, any kid that was half decent had to go away to look for a, for, for a better team mm. yeah. for want of a better word. Now we're attracting players from said better teams coming back that's, to the that's area. Huge. That's huge. You know, and that's been happening over the last <laughs> season or two, you know what I mean? Slowly, yeah. but it, it's accelerating now. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're attracting from, from teams yeah. further afield, from, really from really good teams. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's something we want to aim for going forward, you know what yeah. I mean? We want to service the best of our own community. We want to service everyone in our own community, yeah. but attract good players into the area as well mm. to help make the pool a better pool yeah. of players as yeah. well, you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. what we want going forward. Mm. That's brilliant. So, um, Scott, have you anything else to add? No, I'm just really happy with how it's gone. Yeah. You know, the lads probably feel that you know, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I'm on to Keats nearly on a daily basis, if, if that, you know, and sometimes my role, you know, Keats spoke, it needed director of football, look after the football, but there's so many yeah. things involved in the club that affect the football that I, you know, Castle or Keats, we need this, yeah. that they're not outside my room or whatever, or I've had a couple of teams I've held uh, bullying information sessions because, you know, yeah. it affects, the, directly yeah. affects the football. Yeah. So, listen, the buying has been good, 99 but buying large, is always going to be that yeah. challenge, which, None of us, uh, which we all expected, but you know, parents I've met has been very receptive to it. The players, when I, when I, when I especially when I conduct the sessions, you know, all very receptive, all very respectful, all willing to learn. So we've had a good start. There's yeah. more. Listen, there's loads, loads to more to do. Of course, yeah. yeah. And sometimes we want to run and, and myself, Keith, especially sometimes, you know, we want to run and get things done quickly. But these things take time. Yeah. You know, we're dealing with volunteers, we're dealing with people who have nine to five jobs and you're coming in, want to get this done. You need to give people a bit of breathing space so people expect to see things done straight away. It's when you rush it that it falls flat in yeah. the face. Yeah. So yeah. to get the, to keep that boy in is that little victories along the way yeah. with the coaches. Well, it's a big, huge club. Yeah. That, yeah. So yeah. people get little yeah. victories along the way, they'll take care of the big ones. So yeah. that's, listen, I'm enjoying yeah. it and... As I said, I hope I hope we between now and the end of the season we can kick off and a few more ideas ideas I had to really hit the ground. You know, I came in the middle of I came in when preseason was just starting. Yeah. Ideally, this year now I'd be aware of issues that need to be addressed before preseason that we can really hit the ground running for next year. Yeah. Um, whilst making sure that we can make all those little problems along the way. Very good. Yeah. And I think towards the end of the season we get you back in for for an update and, <laughs> yeah. and how oh, things absolutely. are progressing. You're and, always uh, welcome here, yeah. of course. Yeah. 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 Um, and you and you you know from from our end here in the centre, 
has always got Cambridge uh, Cambridge backs yeah. for whatever's needed, and, yeah. and and especially this show now as well, because I'd like to think that we're slowly, you know, aiming towards. We do want to report on all the all the football, but I'd like to, as an ex Cambridge player and manager, to keep keep this yeah. show very much Cambridge based. Yeah, nearly as the heartbeat of the show. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it it is. You know what I mean? It's the beating heart of football in the area. Yeah. Is yeah. the likes of Cambridge. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 to see how it's progressed in the last few years. All the kids going around the same gear. All the kids in yeah. the best of gear and. And it, I get a great buzz watching, the, especially the younger still kids. still waiting on me jacket, Keith. I just wanted to know. Yeah, that. well, cool. when you come back and take over. Maybe, I'll, I'll, and maybe I'll ask Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, the very, very best of luck. I'm not the equipment manager. <laughs> <laughs> the very, very best of luck. Thanks, really, man. And uh, thanks yeah. again. And Keith, you can take over the show again next week. Okay. <laughs> no, thanks, uh, Scott, for coming in. And uh, next week, we hope to have Pierce from uh, Bridge United. And if there, again, if there's any other managers, coaches, committee yeah. members from other clubs. We'd love to have you on board. As we say, this is a football show for the whole community. Yeah. So yeah. please give us a show. Please do, yeah. On rickradio2020 at gmail.com. Thanks again, everyone. Thanks, guys. Take Thank care. Thank you. Thanks.